Hello everyone, welcome to Investing. I'm Hanita and we have with us Simon and we are here to talk about and learn about the basic stuff about investments and stock markets in general. Okay, a brief introduction about myself. I'm a second year law student at DSNLU and I like learning new things and that's why I'm here with you all to learn about stock markets and investment from the finance guru I know that is Simon and let's ask Simon to introduce himself. Simon, go ahead. Okay, okay. That was one of the best introductions I've ever had. <laughs> okay. So, guys, basically, I'm not a finance guru or anything. I'm just a law student, just like uh, Hanita. But uh, my father has been a trader for the past 20 years. So, I have a pretty good insight about trading and stock market investments, uh, uh, I guess. <laughs> okay. So, I've also been doing this uh, YouTube channel. And also, I also have a podcast, which is in Malayalam. So, then I thought, why not do a podcast in English? So, then only I came up with this crazy idea of doing a podcast with a random stranger. So I met Hanita from Clubhouse and I, 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 I started talking to her and I know that she was kind of into investment and, you know, stuff like that. So I, I asked her out like whether can we do some something like a podcast about stock market and investing. Then she was like, okay, let's let's go for it. So that's how uh, we got here. So yeah, uh, we're going to talk about uh, investing and stock market and how to trade and everything related to how one can, you know, use their money in order to generate wealth is what we're going to talk about. So, yep, that's it. So I think let's uh, start off by talking about what stock market is, right? So what is stock market basically? It's a, it's very simple, guys. Stock market is basically a marketplace where equity shares of companies, listed companies are, you know, sold and, and bought by people. You know, uh, this is just a very basic thing, just like how we trade anything else, how any asset class, for example, how you trade your property, how or how you trade gold or anything like that. You know, this uh, market is totally dependent on the demand and supply forces, right? So I hope you got a basic idea about what stock market is. So let's dive deep into uh, this uh, concept. So Hanita, what is what do you think uh, is, is stock market? What is your basic understanding about stock market? Can you please share with us? Yeah, uh, I don't know about stock markets and investments a lot as Simon does, but my basic understanding of stock market is when you invest in pretty different number of shares and debentures of various companies to make money and to replicate your profits is what stock market and investment is all about. Simon, like, can you give us more insight about what actually this is and how does it work? and what actually investment means and why is it really important for people to invest, uh, you know, in such areas? Okay, that's a very good question. So it is very important to invest into the stock market or anywhere for that matter because we have to grow our money, right? You know, for example, let's let's assume that one, uh, okay, Hanita is getting 50,000 as a monthly salary, okay? Now she's spending almost a, 30,000 for her needs and wants and everything. Now she has got uh, 20,000 left with her, right? So what is she going to do with this 20,000 that is left with her? So she can put it into a savings account or a fixed deposit account, right? And what is the kind of uh, return that she's going to make out of this? If it's a savings account, it's going to uh, give her around 3.5% annual returns, right? And if it's a fixed, uh, fixed deposit account, then she's going to make around 5.6 or maybe 6% or even 7%. Some banks are giving 7%, I guess. So... This is something if if you if you calculate it with the inflation rate, it is gonna be a negative return only, right? So I, I hope you guys know what inflation is. So for those of you who doesn't know what inflation is, I'll give you a very, very simple explanation about what inflation is. Inflation is very simple. It is like 
you know, assume that you have 100 rupees with you today. So after one year, what is the buying power of that 100 rupees? It is going to be 96 rupees if the inflation rate is at 4%, right? So the value of the money is going to decrease every year. And, and by every day passing, your the value of your money is going to decrease and the buying power is going to decrease. Why? Because the, the price of the products and services are increasing every year. Right. So in order to beat inflation, we have to invest our money into some kind of appreciating asset. So stocks are one such asset which can appreciate and which can also give dividends, which is like an interest. Okay. So this is why we have to invest our money into stock market. So for a general idea, I'll give you a simple, simple example. You know, the, the returns that was given by Nifty 50, that is the main index in India was around 60%. So if you were to invest your money into a, a, a basket of stocks, which, which exactly replicates Nifty, then you would have made 60% return every year. Okay. So at the same time, someone who is investing into or putting their money into a savings account would only make three to 4% return. So this is why you have to invest your money into something like stock market or, uh, you know, anything for that matter. It can be real estate or anything for that matter, but it should be a systematic investment where you have planned everything. You have a, uh, you know, goal to achieve and you have to, work in order to achieve that goal, right? For some people, it may be for their, uh, you know, retirement fund or, uh, you know, for something like, you know, their, uh, uh, to, to close their student loan, right? So, so, so there can be many, many reasons for people to invest, invest, but everyone should invest, right? That's it. Yeah, That's it. That's, that makes a lot of sense. But Simon, after listening to you, I just have a general question. Like, we know that India consists of a lot of middle class people. I mean, there are, uh, you know, major population of India belongs to the middle class. And a lot of people would generally like to save their money with them. I mean, in the form of cash or, you know, in the form of putting it in a bank, in a fixed deposit or, you know, investing it in some kind of a physical fiscal asset which is like you know per se gold or you know real estate buildings lands and all of that and people really have this uh, perception that investing in stock markets uh, and you know in as in debentures would you know is is really uncertain and therefore it would be more beneficial for them to invest in something which is you know stable enough or you know is not is is not unpredictable it, which is certain in nature so why do you think people should still go ahead with investing in stock market rather than investing in some other area or you know just saving the money in in form of cash or anything else yep i mean this is something that we have had you know, for a very long time indians have only invested in gold and also like a property like you know their house or real estate for that for that matter right so this is because of their uh, uh, you know, unawareness about the rest of the asset classes. Like everywhere, like if you look at uh, all the billionaires in the world or the millionaires in the world, they have become millionaires or billionaires not because of the money that they have in their hands, right? It is not because of the liquid cash that they have in their can hands. It is because of the investments that they have made. For example, let's look at uh, Mukesh Ambani. He's the most richest person in India. But does that mean that he holds all of this cash in, in hand? Nope. These, this, you know, that net worth that Mukesh Ambani have is because of the share price of Reliance Industries, right? You know, he's holding 50% of, almost 50% of this Reliance Industries. So that is why he's able to accumulate that much wealth. Other, otherwise, he wouldn't have that much money with him, right? So that is how it basically works. 
so if you have read this book called rich dad poor dad you must have understood this this is you know the, he explains this as uh, you know the poor dad's mentality and the rich dad's mentality right so i guess every one of you who are listening to this podcast should try to read this book which is rich dad poor dad by robert kiyosaki it will give you a lot of insight into why one should invest stocks are a lot more uh, you know liquid asset that is uh, how 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 it works is basically very simple so you got stock exchanges and uh, the stocks that you hold is uh, you know in the in the hands of these are uh, depository services which are completely regulated by the government that is the sebi securities and exchanges board of india so it is a very secure marketplace only like you know what whatever you are holding in your demat account is going to stay there forever even if you die it is going to stay there right and your your heirs can use it or if if they want they can sell it or if they want they can hold it in their account as well so the thing is that it's all about the mindset and it's all about the unawareness of people you know because it is a digital asset it is not actually a digital asset but then now it is converted into a digital asset initially it was like you used to have a share certificates with you but now we have demat accounts and everything is digital so yep as hanita just mentioned we had this tradition of putting our money into gold and nothing else so i think it should change and now it's changing if you look at the data from the past one year you can see that the number of demats account in india have increased tremendously like by 10 10x 20x increase has been reported so i think this uh, perception of people is changing now so in the long run i think more people are going to come into these investment arenas and they're going to explore it that's what i think okay that's that's really informative okay so now we've uh, learned about why should we invest and what is the importance of investment but uh, what is like the minimum requirement for a person to invest i mean should a person have a lot of money to invest like a person invest in physical uh, assets for example if i want to if i want to buy a necklace of gold i i'll have to have a hard cash of at least per se 5 lakhs in my hand to buy a proper necklace right but how does it work with investing in stock markets and in shares or debentures how does that work what is like the is there any minimum limit of money which is there or is it like how does it work actually simon can you explain to us yes for sure so when it comes to share it, it is very simple you know the thing is you can buy it for even 2 rupees or 1 rupees it is available like there are some penny stocks which are which are trading at around 1 rupees and 0.5 rupees and all so you can buy it for 1 rupees but i wouldn't suggest you to buy those uh, penny stocks or anything so the thing is it's not like you need to have a lot of money in with you in order to invest you can start with even 500 rupees or 100 rupees for that matter so what are the minimum requirements that is uh, like you know you have to be 18 years old in india in order to have a demat account but you can also start a demat account before that but your parents will be managing it you will not be given the authority to manage it so once you turn 18 what you have to do is that you have to directly go and apply for a pan card which is very important if you want to you know start a demat account or a bank account also if you want to you know handle more than 50k i think you need a pan card for that so it is required by the government and and the regulators that you should hold a pan card in order to do financial investments in stock market so then once you start a bank account and and and, and you get a pan card what you'll do is you will approach a broker so this can be a full service broker like jojet or hdfc securities or icic securities or it can be a uh, discount broker like zeroda or upstocks so what is the difference it's very simple The, the 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 full service brokers have offices all 
around India, right? If you are from Cochin, you will have an office there. If you are from Trishur, you will have an office there. If you are from Delhi, you will have an office there. But the half service brokers or, or the discount brokers, they are like they are more of a digital broker than a, a offline broker. So you can log into their website. You can you know give all the uh, information about yourself and the and the basic uh, documents like PAN card, Aadhar card, and your bank statement and your you know uh, passbook and everything. You have to uh, like give in all the information about you and your uh, annual income, your political affiliation, everything. Once you complete the process of signing up and once you complete the process of this, uh, uh, you know completing the application form you will get a DMAT account. So the, the, the basic thing is that you should have a DMAT account in order to hold these stocks. But on top of that, you also need a trading account. So the same broker will pro provide you with a trading account. So what is the difference between a trading account and a DMAT account? It's very simple. So trade DMAT account is the place where we hold our shares, right? But trading account is the account which we use in order to buy and sell these shares, right? So in order to hold some shares, you need to buy it from somewhere, right? So there are two ways in order for you to buy shares. First one is through IPO. That is the initial public offering. So you can apply for an IPO and get, you know, these shares allotted to your demat account. Otherwise, you will have to buy it from the open market when people are selling it off, right? So for that, you need a trading account and a demat account. So it's, yeah, that's it. That's all you need in order to start uh, investing into the stock market. So you can also indirectly invest into the stock market through mutual funds uh, so and small case as well. But even for small case, you need a demat account. But mutual funds, you don't need a demat account uh, or anything. So yeah, this is how you can start investing. And I think even for mutual funds, there are programmed SIPs which are of very low cost, like 500,000, 2,000. So it depends on how much money you want to invest. It is not like you have to invest 10K or 10 lakh or anything of that matter. It can be anything, whatever you have with you. Yep. Oh, okay. That's... That's really nice. But then after listening to you, I just got a general question. This might or might not come into our audience brains or it might be the it, it just might be that I'm pretty dumb. But then what is the role of a broker in this whole process? Like why should one approach a broker? Like what is the requirement or and whom like which brokers would you suggest for a beginner for me, maybe I am a beginner. I, I don't have a DMAT account and all of that. If I want to start with whom should I approach? Where should I go? With whom should I talk to? What, what is like the actual thing going on there? What is the role of a broker? Okay, the role of a broker is to connect between the, uh, you know, the normal individual person and the stock exchange. So we know that we have stock exchanges. In India, we got two stock exchanges. The first one is the BSE, that is the Bombay Stock Exchange. And the second one is NSE. I mean, we also have a lot of other stock exchanges as well, but these two are the main stock exchanges. Because back then in the olden days, there were like uh, regional stock exchanges because we didn't have that much uh, in infrastructure, like, you know, internet and all. So people had to go to the stock exchange directly and trade from there. But now as we have this digital infrastructure, which can have, you know, uh, you don't have to go to the broker's place or anything. You can just trade from your home itself. So because of that, we just have two main stock exchanges and the rest of the stock exchanges doesn't have that much volume. I don't think those stock exchanges are even working that much. So, yep. So these two stock exchanges are, you know, connected by the broker to the uh, customer. That is the normal individual person who is investing. So mm -hmm. we have to buy and sell stocks, you know, 
through the bo- broker so once you you get a demat account with some random broker you got to place a buy order so the broker will send that buy order to the exchange so the exchange will coordinate it and you know match it with a person who is selling so that's how it basically works so the role of the broker is very simple he is just sending our messages or sending our orders to the broker so, to the exchange sorry yep so that's it okay so more like a mediator broker works like a mediator between the actual market and you know the general public right exactly exactly okay okay and and which broker should like one approach after getting a demat account like are there any particular staple well known brokers or is it like can we go to any random person so how does that work so there are a lot of brokers in india the famous ones would be hdfc securities which is a full service broker jojit which is a full service broker and we also got zeroda upstocks and share khan a lot of brokers and all these brokers are kind of a Uh, you know they're kind of the same only like you know they they operate in the same way but some brokers have got you know uh, the, the prices are a bit different so i think you, generally what i think people should go for is uh, zeroda or upstocks if they want a uh, discount broker so okay i'll also explain that concept as well so we have two brokers right the first one is a full service broker and the discount broker so the thing about full service broker is that your brokerage will be very high compared to that of a discount broker but at the same time the facilities that you're going to get is also going to be a bit better because with a full service broker you will have a physical office where you can visit and trade and you can also do the call and trade and there will be people to help you out they'll be giving you suggestions uh, as to which stock you should buy and things like that and, and you can also have a personal relationship with the broker but at the same time if you're going for a discount broker as i've already mentioned it is a digital broker so you don't have you know those physical a uh, digital broker so you won't have any direct you know communication with the broker everything will be digital so that so everything will be digital and the prices are also going to be very low like it is going to be 20 rupees per trade so at the same time a full service broker would charge you around 50 or 60 rupees per trade and even it can go up to 100 rupees per trade right so that is a difference and yep that's it i mean if you are a beginner if you are with a very small capital then definitely you should go for a uh discount broker only because uh, you know the price ratio like the expense ratio is going to be very low with a discount broker at the same time if you go for a full service broker then there'll be a lot of uh, brokerage charges which can eat up your profits okay so can you just like give a brief in introduction or information about what an nsc and what a bsc is yeah for sure nsc is a exchange bsc is also exchange bsc is the oldest exchange in asia okay so bsc was there even before nsc was established like nsc got established in 2000 i guess or 1995 which i don't exactly remember the date so what nsc did was nsc nsc just revolutionized how stock trading happened in india so it was more of a digital you know revolution i would say nsc nsc was more more focused on digitalizing the whole process so that's why nsc became the market leader after 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 bsc now we, we more trade volume is happening on nsc only so most people are into nsc that they buying and selling stock via app so it's like these both the bro, both the exchanges are kind of same even bsc is digital only these days they they both have exactly the same procedure and everything and i think and bsc is a little more less expensive compared to that of B, nsc because uh 
because of some random reason i don't know why they're doing it <laughs> maybe they want more <laughs> so if you're trading through bse the the prices are going to be uh, slightly lower but it's not like there is a big difference okay so it's like there is a very small difference only 0.1% or 0.01% difference only so it doesn't really matter that much but if you're trading with huge volumes like you know, if you're buying and selling for two crores 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 or something then it must make a small difference to you but again if you're trading with crores and crores of rupees then you wouldn't really mind this 0.1% so, so yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's an exchange where shares are traded so all the shares not all the shares but most of the shares will be listed in both the exchanges now recently only this somato ipo came and it was listed in both the exchange so you can buy and sell from both the exchange even you can do arbitrage which is like you can buy from one exchange and sell on the other exchange so it is like you can buy from an exchange where the price is lower and then you can sell it on an exchange higher so things like that happen now with the all the technology and all the fast internet and everything that it is not that much viable because there won't be that much of a difference in the in the price but again sometimes you can see that there there can be a difference in the price so that is how people are using it now it's 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 like there is no no major difference it is just an exchange that's it okay so um i mean then i have this there is this uh, another question popping up in my mind like now we have been talking about stock markets and investing in stock markets what type of stock is there i mean there are shares and debentures is there any other type of uh, or like what is the basic difference between shares and debentures like why should one invest in shares or why should one invest in debentures for that matter uh, okay uh, debentures are a totally different asset class uh, okay so this is basically like you know the okay all these big companies they want to raise you know capital right so how do we how do they raise the capital they they can go for two options one is debt and the other one is equity so shares are basically equity right you can you are buying equity shares of these companies but at the same time debentures and bonds are debt instruments so you are being a creditor to these companies now when you when you're buying a share you're not a creditor you are an investor in these companies so yeah that's the basic difference so like whenever you're buying a debenture or a bond you will have all the all the rights that a creditor would get because you are you are lending them one lakh if you are giving them one lakh then you are lending them that money and they will give it back to you after the particular period of time and you will also be getting the interest for that every year or every month according to the you know uh, whatever the, uh, the things are written in the document like the contract suggests so that's how it basically works and th- th- these are completely different asset classes so how we manage it is like you know you can you can invest into shares uh, or, a, or a particular percentage of your capital should be allotted to shares and a particular cap- percentage should be allotted to debt instruments like share debentures or bonds uh, this can be corporate bonds or even government is issuing bonds and debentures so it can be anything of for that matter it can be anything so that's what it is basically i mean uh, but i i believe that uh, investing into shares or equity shares is very important bonds or debentures can give you returns but it is a limited return right you know it, it it is we use this in order to balance our portfolio i mean we use this in order to balance the risk of our portfolio because there is a high chance that the price of the share may go down but the bond is definitely going to give you the return that it has promised right so that is that is a difference and even the debentures but it's not like it's a risk free asset class even debentures may go wrong like you know if the company is not able to repay the debt 
then definitely you're going to lose your money there even with bonds also the same may happen if the company is not able to repay the money then you're definitely going to lose but again there are a lot of uh, methods through which you can identify whether the company will be able to repay or not and for example there is credit rating which is done by you know the companies you know whenever a new company is issuing a bond or a debenture you can go and check out the credit rating so it is like triple a double a triple b and thing you must have heard of this right so if it's a triple a bond or a triple a debenture it means that it is a very secure debenture that the company would be able to repay that is what the assumption of the company who is doing the rating is right so but this may go wrong like we don't know what is going to happen to the company after 2 years or 3 years right it, if it's a five year bond then in in 2 years if the company goes to bankruptcy or if if they decide to liquidate then you're definitely going to lose out on your money so definitely there is a, a certain risk element that is associated with all these investments it is not like you're investing into a fixed deposit wherein you're definitely going to get the money back it is not like that this is a kind of risky investment so you have to you know uh like calculate the amount of risk that you going to take you know you have to identify your risk appetite how much it is how much you can lose how much you can afford to lose how much you are planning to gain so it 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 is a calculated risk taking that we are doing in the stock market or even the bond market so the dimension market yeah oh yeah i mean simon did give a lot of information i mean trust me guys i barely know anything about stock markets i mean i am curious about learning about different stuff which is going on around in our daily life but then you know you need the correct uh, source like our podcast is one of those sources from about what investing is if you are at square one you you are going to benefit from the this podcast and like i already said simon is our financial guru okay dude i mean simon is is so into all of this i mean i have seen simon talking about this non stop for like hours he can go on and on and on and on right simon kind of but i'm not a guru guys okay don't call me guru. <laughs> okay don't call him guru he's just a kid aren't you a kid simon oh he'll cry now <laughs> okay i'm not a kid dude <laughs> yeah see i told you yeah, right okay okay like uh, yeah i guess we'll stop it here guys yeah, yeah. very rude <laughs> no simon you're not rude okay guys so this was the first episode uh we really hope that you like it and you know just like stick with us stick around if you want to learn more about investing in stock markets and about me and simon you know <laughs> because this is just like a sneak peek into what is going to come up we are really trying to make this podcast to be fun as well as informative which is something which is really required for us right now because we've been at our homes for like a really long time now and you know we're going crazy but then learning and having fun at the same time is really important so by saying that i would really like to thank you for listening to us and signing off bye bye thank you background are let's get on a normal call or chr wow <laughs> you're not going to sit and edit this no this thing Okay bye. Yeah bye.